Today's opportunity cost is a conversation with Hero DW, an individual who over the past few years has taken social media by storm and who you may know as the real life Miles Morales. During this interview, Hero DW dives deep into his personal life and provides highly insightful perspective, one that ranges from very humble beginnings that many listening to this will be able to relate to, all the way to reaching an extreme level of internet stardom that most content creators can only dream of. To date, Hero DW's content and online persona showcase him as a real-life superhero in the physical sense. Through this interview, I hope you find, as I have, that he fits this mold to his core based on who he is as a person as well. Behind the mask, if you will. If you would like to support Opportunity Cost, all that we ask is that you like and subscribe to our content and maybe share it with a friend who will enjoy it as well. Without further ado, here is Hero DW. This is Opportunity Cost. All right, so scratch everything I just said. Yeah, we can but, go. No, no, but but kind of from the top, I, I, I want to hear how this all got started because I would imagine that – let me take even a step back. Okay. How, how would you describe yourself? As of right now, how would I describe myself? Yeah, I, like who is Hero DW? Hero DW is a – I'd say I mainly fit in with a rebel. Okay. That's that's what I call myself, you know, a, a rebel. I wouldn't um, necessarily call myself a rebel, but I'd say that's the category that I would fit into because, you know, growing up, I've always was, I wouldn't say like disobedient or anything. I was I was always just like I wanted to make my own path, do sure. my own thing. You know, re- very rebellious against, you know, the mainstream anything. You know, okay. I, always, I wanted to do my own thing, my own path, and just click with whatever I wanted to do. And, and so th- that totally makes sense. Th- did that evolve into the, the stunting? Do you refer to it as stunting, first of all? Yeah, stunts, parkour, free running. It's all really the same thing. It, it, kinda, it started off as parkour, okay. went to free running, and now I mainly just do stunts for, you know, social media. Okay, so did that, like the rebellious nature of kind of like as you were coming up as a child, th- was that how you started channeling it? It was like, hey, I... You know, I, I want to do something maybe outside of the norm. Maybe discovered parkour, yeah. and we're like, "Hey, this is like, yeah." So it's cool, right? right? When I was hitting my preteen ages, that is right when parkour started to blow up, blow up. Do you remember? Did you watch that American Ninja Mall Wait. video? American Ninja Mall? Oh it, it, no, American. What was it called? Um, me American Ninja Warrior. No, there was a, there was a YouTube video really early on, and I remember there was this Rise Against song that was the backup track, and it was like the first parkour video I had ever seen. This was probably like maybe 2006. If I seen maybe okay. if, oh, nah, I see all that. Oh, maybe you're you're probably younger than I think you are. Then maybe 2006. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was like five. Years I old. just yeah. aged myself so bad. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I no, so I was, I was like five years old. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you this video when we're done. That was like the first time the internet had ever seen parkour before. Oh. And I, it's got to still be up. It was this guy... Um, what, with, like, the wind pants? Like, the giant... Like, really, big, like the yeah, joggers and everything? His, his yeah. name was, like, something ninja. It was before the show, like, Ninja Warrior. Uh-huh. And he did all these stunts in malls. Like, he would run across the beams between, like, the second story, and he Bro. did a bunch... You've probably seen I, some of I, these I clips, I bet. When I was really younger, because I used to watch it on... T- it was on TV, right? Yeah, it, it aired on TV first, and then, it, like, became... It was, like, when YouTube was first just coming up. There weren't I really YouTubers yet, but I remember watching it on YouTube a million times. Okay. I, yeah. So so that's kind of how this all started. Uh-huh. Can you talk about the training that goes into this? I mean, you're, like, like, a, like an, an athlete. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I, I, I train hard. You know, I train 24-7. My body has to be 
you know, for the kind of stuff I do, my body has to be prepared. And my body is prepared because of the stuff I did when I was younger, you know. I wouldn't be where I am today if I wasn't so into it and obsessed with what I was doing when I was younger, you know. I, like, I used to look up to all these guys, uh, like Pasha the Boss and, you know, all these other parkour guys. Like I said, when parkour really started to blow up in 2012, 2013, that whole phase, bro, I was watching these guys re religiously. And I said, look at them, watch their moves, bro. Like, I... That's like where the whole rebellious thing came out. Like, bro, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I want to. I want to be just like this guy. I want to be like Pacha the boss. You know, I want to do flips for a living. Like these sure. guys are traveling and everything. So from that time on, I was friends with these other two guys, um, and I kind of already did flips before I really got into it. Yeah, I kind of like knew a couple things. Like was I, it all self taught? Self taught. I'm 100 percent self taught. I've never stepped foot, got any sort of training from you know, some gymnastics coach or anything like that. I, all I had was grass and concrete. Yeah, so how do you go? I guess I just can't, like, we, I mean, before we jumped on, we talked about, like, skating a little bit, for example. Yeah. I grew up skateboarding, and I still, a little bit, still skateboard, snowboard, whatever. Yeah. I don't, you can ease your way into that. You know, I uh -huh. can teach somebody how to jump on a skateboard, kick, push, learn how to ollie, whatever. Yeah. How do you go from zero to... I'm throwing a gainer, you know, like that. And I'm sure it's not literally it's, like that, but were yeah. there injuries? Like, can you just talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't super easy. You got to be, you got to have that mindset like, oh, I'm just going to do this, you know. I, and I, when I was younger, when you're younger, you don't really care about, you know, hurting yourself or anything. So I was just like, hey, that guy did a front flip. I'm going to try to do a front flip. And I wanted to be a ninja so bad. I was obsessed with Lego Ninja. I used to watch. Batman, so like all these superheroes and everything at the time. And I wanted to be a superhero so freaking bad. That's what I wanted to do. And I used to sit in my backyard, go in my backyard, front yard or whatever. And I look at these YouTube videos and I'm like, yo, I can do that. Like I have really good hand-eye coordination. And I was just like looking at what they were doing. And I just went outside, just mimicked it. Like I went outside. It took me three tries ever. First time ever. To, were you like to do a front flip. throwing down a mattress or anything? Or no just mattress, like jumping on grass? Grass and concrete. That's all I had until... <laughs> like 2015, 2016. Were there you know? any like notable injuries or anything like that? Nothing. Wow. Nothing from, from parkour specifically. I've never, ever injured myself. I've never broke a bone. I've never pulled a muscle. I've never, you know, or I've pulled a couple muscles here and there, but I feel like sure. everyone pulls a muscle, but I've never like ripped any muscles, tore anything. You know, it's just been, it's, it's just all in the training, you know? Totally. Well, and, and I do want to get back to the body stuff, but before we continue on that, sticking on a little bit when you were younger, mm -hmm. what was what was the transition like going from, okay, I'm watching other people do this stuff, I can do this stuff, mm -hmm. to now picking up a camera and saying, I'm going to start documenting it myself and become an internet personality. That was the yeah. goal. Was that the goal? The, the goal was to become a YouTuber. Okay. This is back when everyone wanted to be a YouTuber. Sure. You know, I used to watch PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, uh, uh, a bunch of, I used to watch Sky Does Minecraft, you know, sure. a bunch of other YouTubers who had nothing to do with parkour, mm -hmm. literally absolutely nothing to do with parkour. And you can still kind of see this in my personality. If you go and look at my old videos, I would kind of talk to the screen like I was a Minecraft YouTuber or like I was like Jacksepticeye or something. Yeah. But I kind of incorporated that into doing parkour. And kind of punched off from there because I was like, hey, these guys are doing YouTube. That looks different. Everyone's working a nine to five, working normal jobs and doing that kind of stuff. And I'm hearing people are getting paid for making YouTube videos. Why, why would I not want to do that? This is so dope. Like I'm spending like, I'm gonna say like 90% of my time on YouTube, you know, like I literally go home 
do some flips, and then spend the rest of my day just watching YouTube. I was completely obsessed with just YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. So why not do it myself? Was there anyone in your corner kind of pushing you as well? Like, was there anybody? Because I would imagine you at some point, even just in school and stuff, you had mm-hmm. to be like, you were the flip guy. Yeah, right. I, that's like, exactly what like, I was And I can say. remember, like, when I was in school, who was that guy or, or girl? But who was the person who was like, could do, like, the cool shit? Mm-hmm. I was like, that was obviously you. And yeah. so were there people who were like, man, so people want to see this? Yeah, so when I was in, like, sixth grade, I started doing flips at school. I remember mm-hmm. I learned my first backflip on ground. Uh, the summer before sixth grade. Dude, you must have given people heart attacks, man. I'm trying to imagine being like your teacher and heroes over there in the corner, like wall mm-hmm. like wall jumping and shit. Oh, I would flip during class, bro. I'd be, I don't doubt it. Middle of class, like teacher, like tell me to do a backflip. I get up, do a backflip, middle of class and everything. And the, the students were just so used to seeing it that they didn't even like give reactions at certain points. They'd just be like, oh, it's just DW. So it's crazy. Him, you know what I mean? Which is so crazy. Like it's it's... I love how casually you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it is like you, you've done it so much. You you are – have you ever heard someone say like you do something for 10,000 hours, you're yeah. a professional? You are a professional yeah. at this like very specific thing, but it's very hard. Yeah. Like everyone can't do it. I could – I uh, I know. I could not do it. Uh-huh. I, it. I could try forever. Jake's like over here like I'm doing the math trying to figure out. <laughs> do I think I could do it? No. I absolutely could not. Yeah. Um, Okay, so it was kind of like you you were doing the parkour anyway. You were into YouTube like as a consumer. Now it's like, hey, I can plug this in. Yeah. Your following now is it's huge. I mean, just for people listening, 418K on Instagram, 2.9 million, 2.93 million on YouTube, 7.2 on TikTok. Mm-hmm. What's funny about that is this is one of those stories where from the outside looking in, it looks like an overnight success. Yeah. It looks like it happened really quickly, uh-huh. but it, but it didn't because you've been doing this forever. Years. So I would imagine like as far as viewership goes, it's kind of gone like this. Oh, yeah. what, what was that point? Like so what was it? 2019. Okay. I, I specifically remember in anyone watching this, my OG followers, 2019 was the year where I popped the absolute off. You can swear. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I popped the absolute vlog off in yeah. 2019. You know, I'm my entire life. So since this whole YouTube thing, I want to be a YouTuber, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. From 2013 until 2019, I'm just posting my YouTube videos. I have never gotten a viral video ever. And the rise of TikTok is going on. I was friends with this guy at the time. He really got me into um, TikTok. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I'm never downloading TikTok. Everyone had that phase. I'm never downloading yeah. TikTok. Whenever. And then all of a sudden, now we all got on our phones. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who got me into it because I went on this trip with him, and he was, like, bragging about how he got, like, 30K views on a on a, a TikTok video. And I was like, bro, how did you get 30K views? Like, <laughs> like no offense. I was like, how? what oh, did you do me, to yeah. do 30K views? And he, I saw the video. He's, just like, pranking his friends at school, just, like, like, I don't know, drawing on their arms or some stuff. He's like, it was back when, like, the whole, what was it? Like emo boy, TikTok boy, you know, oh, it's like the e boy phase. E-boy. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was when the e boy phase was really popping off. And sure. he, was, he was like the e boy of the school, and he like showed me his video. He got thirty k views, and I'm like, bro, I could like do something like that and get thirty k views. So you can go look back at my old videos, and I was kind of like, I'm embarrassed to say, but I was like, the e boy phase was too powerful, man. The Loki guy, <laughs> it, it, it was too powerful. So my first video, phase lured you yeah, in. I, mean, my, I didn't look that far back. I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> My first video is just me, you know, with my shirt off. Is this? I don't even want to talk about. Oh, you're posting thirst trap. Yeah, it was just. It wasn't really a thirst trap, but I was just. I was just testing the algorithm. This, this dude's wearing baggy clothes. Yeah. I know he's jacked. <laughs> I, I know this dude's jacked. Like, I, was, I have no I was doubt just, about it. I was just trying to test out the algorithm. Sure. 
Post my first video, I get like 300 views, which is nuts for me at the time, okay? At this point in time of my life, I have like, I want to say 1.9 or 2K subscribers off YouTube. Mm-hmm. And this is over the course of seven, six years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just posting my parkour clips, you know? How many it, videos in do you think that was? Four or 500. Yeah, and that's like that's the thing people don't see, man. Yeah. People don't see that. They see, oh, his every video in the last year has gotten 2 million views, yeah. whatever it is. They don't see the 400 videos that you did that... <laughs> 15 people watched, and, like, five of those views were you making sure it works. You know what I mean? Like, that's— Rewatching them with my friends on the big screen. Right, right, like, look at this, look at this. Uh, One thing I think is funny with the introduction of TikTok for your type of content is Mm -hmm. your type of content is, like, built for something like TikTok because Mm -hmm. what you were doing in, like, a five-minute video can now be 15 short forms. Exactly. Right. And, and it's the type of thing that I don't watch it once. I never watch your video one time, uh-huh. ever. I've seen him come up. I'm never being like, oh, he did this crazy thing. All right, moving on. I'm definitely watching it yeah. two or three times every time to be like, <laughs> how high was that? Like, yeah. how many flips was that? How many turns was that? Yeah. And it's it's just insane, man. That's that's such a cool just Thank you, like Thank come you. up story. I, I want to dive into, too, and, and again, we kind of touched on this off air as well, but the introduction to the miles morales persona yeah. which you said was also like 2020 2021 2021 yeah that i mean that couldn't not have been better for you like yeah. and i mean like the timing of that yeah and like who you are as a person i i feel like i'm talking to spider-man uh-huh. like it, it literally like you could be miles, miles morales. morales and i think you should be i literally i was i put this in my notes Ask Hero how I can help him land the spot in the Miles Morales movie <laughs> because he damn well better be in it. Yeah. Ha- so, have Have you like made any moves on that? Uh um yeah I'm doing some things behind the scenes. Okay. And, you know working off here and there, but mainly the way how how I got into it the whole craze started one day. Uh, I, I seen some some TikToker posted that um. There was a rumor going around that there was going to be a live action Miles Morales, mm. and if you go look back at my old TikTok videos before this, before I, I even knew who Miles Morales was, mm-hmm. okay, let's just go back a little bit further. I used to love love Spider Man mm-hmm. when I was younger. I have pictures of me next to Spider Man. I have all these Spider Man plushies, and you know, I'm like four or five years old. It's engraved in my brain, Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everyone knows who Spider Man was, but I was obsessed with Spider Man. But then I got into this whole rebellious stage, like I said, it's around my preteen area, teenage sure. area, where I wanted to do parkour free running. Mm-hmm. And every time I did parkour free running, parkour free running, everyone always called me Spider Man, Spider Man, this, Spider Man, that. And I was like, bro, I'm not Spider Man. Like, I hate how you guys compare Spider Man to this. Like, this this man's fake. I'm real. Yeah, so like, you're doing it in real yeah, life. Like, it, like this like is I a was, cartoon or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I just I just didn't like that whole thing. So then I kind of pushed away from Spider Man for my entire teenage years and. Even when I as I started blowing up on TikTok for like the first four or five months, all you can see in my comments, early comments, oh, this guy's Miles Morales, this guy's Miles Morales, this and that. I had no clue who the hell Miles Morales was. No clue. I knew I didn't know anything about the Spider Verse movie. I know I just watched the Spider Verse movie in 2021. After that whole phase sure. thing, because of the amount of people telling me that I could be Miles Morales. And then I looked into it and I really and I watched the movie and it just it hit different for me. Because yeah, sure. I, I was able to relate to a lot of the things that Miles was going through and a lot of things that he was saying, how he has, like, you know, double identities and all this mm-hmm. stuff and how he, 
you know, he just felt like like the outcast. You know, yeah. he felt like like a rebel, truly. And you know, the whole thing passing with his well, not his mom, it was his his uncle, his uncle, his yeah. uncle, yeah. And I really felt like I could relate to that because I was really fresh, like right after my mom passed away and everything. Mm. So it was like it hit, and I was like, bro, I I can't think of a more perfect human being to be this guy in a live action movie, yeah, than me. That's so. That's. Really interesting, first of all, like mm-hmm. the level, not to, and I'm not just talking about like the, the surface level visual and like stunt things. I'm like the deeper stuff from yeah. the storyline that you can identify with, yeah. which is really interesting to hear about. And I, I, I cannot, you, I mean, you kind of just hit the nail on the head for how I, how I feel about it is mm-hmm. you, you couldn't have a like cooler, better character yeah. for people to be like you in my mind, are, like, the real-life version of this person. Yeah. You know, did you... So, I'm assuming you enjoyed the films then. Have you seen I the new it. one, too? I've, yeah, I've seen it first day it came out. They're probably the best animated movies I agree, ever, bro. I think. Like, they are so... Even just visually, they're so unbelievably good. Um, but, so, along with that, has mm-hmm. that carried, like, another level of kind of online responsibility that you maybe didn't have before? Yeah. Can you talk about that so, a little bit? So, so massive. So, so like I was saying before... um. I kind of got into the whole Miles Morales thing because that guy who posted, you know, they're looking for a live action Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. It's like two and a half years ago at this point. And I'm like, bro, I did all my research. I got into it. I'm like, bro, I could really, really be this guy. No, I really and think I- you should be this guy. <laughs> I, I think it is like not even just like you could. Like they're literally missing out if you are in some way, shape or form not involved in this. Dude, that's that's I, I just that means a lot. And do you do any type of acting or anything like that? Yeah. So I'm going to. Uh, touch up on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No so, so basically, I got into this whole Miles Morales character thing, and I, I made my first video. You can go back and see it, 2021, that I feel like I would be a perfect adaptation for, you know, the real-life version of Miles Morales. And then so, so, so much hype. Like, instantly, bro. Like, I want to say 15 million views, just like back, back, back. Like, I was getting like 5 to 6 million views per video at that time, just and so many new people coming in and checking to see, oh, this guy could be the real Miles Morales. And yeah, all the critics coming in and saying, oh, this guy can't act. This guy can't do that. And at that time, I was very new to acting. I did have a few acting things here and there, but nothing too, too major, mm-hmm. which is rightfully so. If you're going to want to try to be this major uh, role, you're going to need some major skills, some major talent. Totally. And I, like, we all we all seen it. I think I have the the athletic ability, but now it's like, can I convince this human being behind the screen that I am a real Spider-Man with just my acting? Right, know? like beyond the stunts yeah. and stuff. So just beyond the stunts. So then after that, that's when I really started to get into acting. And I've been doing some stuff behind the scenes here and there. I've been doing a lot of practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in maybe about six months, a year, you know, give it time because the movie's not going to come out for a while. Sure. I feel like I could be ready. Yeah. I feel like if, if Sony were to put money, effort, you know what I mean? If they if they really seen a vision in me, I would 100% go all in to this this Miles Morales uh, character, you know? Sure. And, and I wouldn't even just, like, do it just for money or fame or anything like that. I legitimately love this character so much. Like, he... The whole story behind Miles Morales, I feel like it fits to me so, so freaking perfect. Yeah, well, that's the crazy thing about it is, yeah, yes, you're, you're absolutely correct in the sense that for a major motion picture, and really any motion picture, mm-hmm. there is a certain level of talent and skill and expertise you need in acting, mm-hmm. but you're 
you're largely playing yourself in a That's sense. So, so it's like, it's not just like, hey, I want to become an actor and learn how to play this character. Mm-hmm. It's like, I already feel like this character. Mm-hmm. And so now it's projecting it the way someone has written it, right? Which that's the part that would be hard. But, but like, Exactly, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I feel like I wouldn't have to, like, I know there'd be a lot of acting, but I feel like I wouldn't have to be acting like somebody else. I feel like I would just have to act like me. Right. Just with some more perks on top. You know sure. what I mean? And I can do it. I 100% feel like you, I can uh, do it. Do you believe in manifestation? I do believe in manifestation. Okay, I do too. I mm-hmm. And one of the, I talked about, about this with people a lot. I'm a firm believer that if you truly believe that you will do something, you will make, so like all the big things, and again, this is just my opinion, but all the big things that we try to do are really the culmination of like a million little decisions. Yeah. But if you truly believe I'm going to do this huge thing, mm-hmm. you will make all the small micro decisions. decisions that will lead to that big self-consciously. Thing. You right. Don't even think about right. it. Right. That's what I mean. Like you will just you'll you know eat this meal instead of this yeah. meal because like self-consciously you want to get to point B and it will lead you there. Yeah. One way or the I I I believe you. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like I. You're not. I can tell you're not just saying it. Like I can tell you, you believe it, and that's yeah. awesome. And I, I don't think it's out of the question. And again, I think they're missing out if they don't do it, or at least if someone doesn't make an awesome independent film. Yeah, I would say at the very least, someone has to contact you and make like a great independent, independent film, film that yeah. does some sort of spin on the character. Yeah, because that's one of the beauties of Spider Man too. It's been done a lot, tons of but, times, but they're all like good in their own way for mm-hmm. for the most part. Um. I want to talk a little bit about, and we kind of touched on this somewhat, but what it means to now have the level of influence online that you have, because yeah. that's not something you've always had. And so how, how is like the way that you think about putting things out there changed over time? Because it's not just 50 people and your friends looking at this anymore. Uh-huh. Anything you put out online, literally at the minimum, hundreds of thousands of people are uh-huh. going to see. And at the maximum, millions of people are going to see. And do you like really visualize what that looks like? And then how has that changed over time with like your thoughts of that? So when I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're, you're good, bro. When I, when I first got into it, um, bro, 10 K views, 15 K views, I'm freaking the hell out, bro. My first video popped off overnight. Literally I posted the video and then I want to say like maybe three, four hours later, I'm on TikTok, my phone. Well, I, so it was at the parade. First video I ever posted that went or not posted with first video that made me take TikTok seriously is this video. Um, it was 2019. It was a holiday parade in Racine. And I went there and I did flips and everything during the holiday parade, uh, me and my friend, and we kind of like took over the the parade. Um, I posted that video and another video alongside it. And that video had like 26K views in three hours. Dude, I'm freaking the hell out. I'm like, bro, 26,000 people yeah. just seen me do my flips. I've been practicing these flips my entire life. And now 26,000 people just seen it. My phone dies. <laughs> right <laughs> i come back to it like three later three three hours later it's at like almost like ninety thousand views and i was i was like oh my god i'm like telling showing my mom like mom like damn near in tears like mom look this video got ninety thousand views like whenever yeah. i see that i think of you standing in the middle of like an nba court or an nfl field or something doing a flip and that many people are yeah. watching it which yeah. is just when you put it into that context, it just blows my mind. And that's exactly how I was thinking of it. And then I go to sleep. I wake up. The video's at 3.9 million views. Wow. 3.9 million views. It has like 300,000 likes. I, I'm in absolute euphoria at this point, bro. I'm like, there's no freaking way TikTok is that cracked at 
putting my content out there. I was like, I've been doing YouTube for so long. Yeah. And I was at this point in time, I was damn near about to quit. Because this is, we kind of rub, kind of went past this part. But, you know, I, I dropped out of high school. You know, I, mm. I never graduated. I, you know, I told my mom I wanted to be a YouTuber. I want to make videos for my life. You know, academics, this and that, books, all that. I don't want to do none of that. I want to make videos for a living. This is what I've trained my brain for for these past eight, six years at this point. This is what I'm going to do. And the fact that I got more views in one night on one video than I did over six years, over 400 videos, just changed my entire perspective. Mm -hmm. It just flipped. I was like, YouTube clips? Nah. I'm going straight over to TikTok for, yeah. forever. And then that point is when I dead ass took TikTok seriously, like religiously. I was like, man, TikTok's going to be the biggest, best thing. Like, it's going to be amazing at the top. And I just kind of manifested. I kept posting all these videos, blah, blah, blah. Videos just started popping off, popping off, popping off. And I want to say I, I hit a million followers with being on TikTok for two and a half months after wow. posting. So June of 2019, school's over. I'm done. I'm kind of, you know, just going around, just doing my own thing a little bit. Um, not really taking life seriously, you know. Sure. I'm fresh out of school. Yeah, you know, of course. I don't got to worry about anything else anymore. Uh, I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, never had an actual job before. Has has that now translated to income? Like, mm -hmm. and then without obviously saying real yeah. numbers. You can say real numbers. If you really want this to go viral, yeah. you can tell me exactly how much they're paying. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wasn't taking TikTok anything. I hated TikTok beforehand. Then the next half of the year, a couple of videos blow up. Now TikTok is my thing. Mm -hmm. And like you touched on earlier, um, like I said, 90,000, 25,000 used to be massive, life-changing to me. And then at this point in time, um, I, I got my first ever mega viral video, I want to say in January of 2020. Mm -hmm. So this is like peak COVID, like start of COVID. Um, I post a video and my video gets like 2 million likes overnight. Like not just views, 2 million likes, likes yeah. overnight. And it's at like 11 million views in like six hours. And this is my first ever wall climbing video. I climbed the wall. I did my little hero flip down. That video gained me 300,000 followers in one single night. Wow. Literally, I was like, follow me. I'm at, I'm, I'm 100K off of a million. I go to sleep. I post it. You know, I, I post it. I go to sleep. I wake up. I'm at 1.2 mil. Just yeah. like that. I was like, I did it. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I did it. And at this point, you know, 90K, 25K views, I mean, it matters, don't get me wrong, but it's not nothing compared to 26 right. million views, what, 36 what? million views. Totally, yeah. And yeah. It, it's a, I mean, it's all relative. It's like a total sliding yeah. scale. You get used to it over, over time. Right. So what moves the needle for you now? Um, I say a good standpoint. I, I really don't. See, that's, that's strange because the point I'm in right now, I'm not really focused on TikTok. I'm not really focused on... YouTube shorts, I mainly focus on YouTube long form mm -hmm. and Instagram reels because, you know, I got millions on YouTube, millions on TikTok. I'm, I need to get my Instagram up. So I've really been posting and focusing mainly on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like if my Instagram reels get around like 20K likes, then I'm like, okay, that was good. That was a solid video. That was a good yeah. video. And, and I know a lot of people don't um like care about it, but I... I study the hell out of algorithms. You know, I, I watch a lot of Mr. Beast and all that. So yeah. I, oh, he's, I watch all of his podcasts, you know. I love how open he is about, yeah. like, he literally is like, this is what you need to do. Super transparent, Just yeah. become really good at it, you know. And, and that's one of the best things about him. And that's also why I think 
at least on YouTube, no one will ever catch him. I think at Never. some point there'll be another app or something and there'll be another Mr. Beast on that mm-hmm. app. But no one will ever catch him on YouTube because if he's that open about it, you know that he's like Confident. so – Yeah, and he's so far ahead of, yeah. of what everyone else is doing. He's I also love him because he has Crohn's disease and I have Crohn's disease and he talks about it openly, which oh, is yeah? very cool. Yeah, yeah so I, I really appreciate that he does that. Um, I also like – that you are very open and honest as far as I can tell so far too with like how you think about it and your motivations because sometimes mm-hmm. when I talk to people who have relatively big followings, it's, oh, I don't care about that or I don't like yeah. whatever. And I'm like, no, come on, man. Like we all care I about care. it. It's my and, life. And you know? <laughs> it's not wrong to care about it. Like it's yeah. not inherently wrong. You make awesome videos and of course you want people to watch them. Yeah. Why would you do it otherwise? Yeah. So I love that you're like, hey, man. This felt really good, uh-huh. and now it takes more to feel as good, and um, you'll keep upping it, I'm sure. And yeah. um, with regard to the actual stunting or, or parkour, is there like a a big stunt or maybe place or something you want to do that you haven't been able to do yet? Um, big stunt, big place. Um, well, I'm moving to Atlanta soon. Oh wow! Okay. Like within the next month. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving to Atlanta to do acting and stunts full time. Like right now, I'm doing content full time, and that's dope. I'm mainly focused on short form and everything right now. Mm. But I'm moving to Atlanta to make my long form content. You know, because I've been doing short form for four, four and a half, almost five years. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it just four years? Like 2019? Yeah, like four about years. Four, yeah. yeah. So I've been doing short form full-time for about four years. Um, and if I want a real, like I'm not saying I don't have a real audience. I know I have a lot of people who know who I am and they like the kind of stuff I do, but I don't have like a die-hard fan base. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's the difference between short-form content people and long-form content right. is a person with, you know, they can get like 500K views per video on their YouTube video, but their fans, if they did a meet and greet, they're going to have thousands of people show up for them. Yeah, A short-form content creator, 30 million subscribers, 30 million followers, whatever, they can host a meet and greet. They're going to have like maybe two, 300. You know I what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. And I think it's because the longer the form, the more it, pro- it feels like, and this is just, I guess, my perspective as an mm-hmm. audience member of YouTubers, it feels more like you're like hanging out with them almost yeah. versus like he did this thing, I consumed it, and now I'm on to the next Yeah, thing. you really get to know them. Through, right. like, you know, 10, 15 minutes rather than just 30 seconds. Well, exactly. And it's all the smaller moments. Like, the one that I think of um, is uh, Charlie from Moist Critical. Uh-huh. You know who he is? Uh-huh. Um, he he literally posts, like, three to four YouTube videos a day. It's him just sitting at his computer talking about something. Yeah. And it'll just be something he wants to talk about. But when you watch them, you, like, get to know him as a person because of all the small stuff in between. Yeah, it's and how not, he feels about certain right. things. Right. And, and you can tell, too, just based on you know, interacting, or here's another one. In, like if you start doing any type of streaming or live audience and then mm-hmm. you're interacting with people directly, yeah. that's different than just like, I saw you do your thing, but I don't know. Like I can watch you do an awesome flip and I don't yeah. necessarily know that you're an awesome person, Yeah, but I can sit down and talk to you and be like, Hero's a cool guy. Like Hero's a, the man. Like, exactly. Right, which you are and it's going to translate. <laughs> it just, you need the time. Do, do you have a team that you work with currently or do you do your own production? How's that work? I do, but I just wanted to touch on that yeah, more. Yeah. Like that's that's why I really wanted to come and be on this podcast because I felt like I really want to separate myself from just a short form content creator who's known for doing bad clips and cool stunts. Yeah. To Hero DW. Okay. You know what I mean? Fair. Like like there's there's uh um uh, was it was a good example. Who who's somebody who came from short form and just became like massive? I mean like 
the first one that came to mind, which I hate this example, but like the Pauls did start on Vine yeah, before they example, moved to bro. YouTube. I, was I, don't, just, I don't actually hate them. We yeah. we we love to hate the Pauls. We I, actually I honestly love Logan. I, I, I don't have an issue with Jake, but I I don't know. I, just, I, I say, I've watched Logan's Paul. I would vlogs. say that there's there's things that both of them have done that I don't agree with and mm-hmm. I don't like. But I also can't imagine being in their position where every single thing you do is like under a microscope and and you can identify with that you know much more than I can. But so and doing it from such a young age. I mean, they were yeah. huge on Vine when. So Logan's actually the same age as me. We were like 14 or 15, and Vine, he was massive. Yeah. You know, but they made that transition. Um, somebody like uh, Josh Richards from oh, TikTok, he's yep. done a good job with like Barstool and that, Perfect, that type yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah, man, I, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's what I want to – I'm in that transition right now. That is literally where I am on this stage, this day of age, you know. I'm in that transition of coming from a short-form content creator – to a long-form content creator. And I've, I've done my research. I've studied algorithms. I've made like five YouTube videos, four or five YouTube videos. And I have two of my most recent YouTube videos are in the millions. Mm-hmm. I saw both of them, yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, most people have to post their long-form content videos over the course of like months, maybe weeks, before they can, you know, reach 100,000, especially oh, short-form content totally. creators, you know, before they can... How do I make, you know, how do I entertain these people for 30 seconds? So how do I entertain these people for 10 minutes? Yeah. You know? Well, and like, you don't want to be in that box. Mm-hmm. Like, like you almost started in this, yeah, I can see what you're saying, the short form box. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, dude, you're more than that. But how do you like break through that wall? How do you break through that barrier? So, yeah. And I, I feel it. like I've got to cheat because, like I said, I used to be obsessed with YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I watched YouTubers growing up. Like, I didn't watch TV. I didn't watch no Netflix or none of that. I watched YouTube. Well, I mean, I guess I did watch like Adventure Time and stuff like that. But sure. mainly... YouTube. So I already know a lot about um, consuming what people want to watch. Mm-hmm. Then when I became a content creator, now I just had to figure out algorithms. How can I make people watch this? Instead of me, what I want to watch, how can I make this, what I'm doing, entertaining to all these people? I did it. I figured it out. And boom, now my next, my last two videos were like 1.2 mil, 1.4 mil views on a long from YouTube video. That's insane. Like, yeah. I feel right now, the way how I feel is how I felt four years ago. My video first got 25,000 views on a short-form content video, you know? Totally. And now I feel the exact same way now with YouTube. Now I'm getting, like, 1 million, bro. That's nuts, bro. Have you... Um well, and I like, too, that you're doing it. It's the same type of content still. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, they'll, st- they'll start with, um, I'm, I'm a TikToker who does, you know dancing or whatever but now i'm a musician like we saw that one a lot of times yeah. which is fine and, and i'm sure that those people are very into music and probably mm-hmm. did want to become musicians yeah but i mean at least to my knowledge so far you're not doing that huge switch it's like no this is the type of content i do and you still do that type of content yeah. just more of it and then like a different angle just being very steady with it right have you um looked into or had conversations about collaborating with other youtubers um Yes. So so the way how I feel about collabs, because I don't do many collabs. Mm. Like, I, I've i always been a really, like, down-to-earth person. I don't like to, hey, you want to just hang out to make videos? It just seems very fake to okay. me. And I, I don't, I've never really liked the idea of, hey, let's become friends and just make videos with each other. Yeah, because for the purpose of for views. For yeah. the purpose of content. It just almost seems like clout chasing or fake or something. Sure. Um, and I felt that way about collabs for a long time. Like I've had tons of opportunities to collab with tons and tons of influencers growing up, especially during the peak of TikTok. Oh, um, sure, yeah. 
But I just... I mean, I can just imagine all these people being like, I'm going to dance and you're going to do a flip in the background. <laughs> yes, and, and I was like... 20 million people are going to watch it. doesn't really sound... <laughs> like, I was like, it doesn't really sound like all that. I don't, it yeah, kind of yeah. just seems really fake. You know, like sure. we'd, we'd hang out, make a video, and then you wouldn't talk to me again like six months. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want that. So I, I, I've been away from collabs. I've been away from uh, trends. Like, I never participated in, like, TikTok trends or anything like that. I kind of just do my own thing. Like, like I was speaking on earlier, I, I'm a natural, like, rebel with how, how mm-hmm. I feel. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing, you know? What's funny about you saying that and with, like, the relationship building versus, like, the one-off thing, mm-hmm. when, when we first reached out to you, when Jake, producer Jake first reached out to you, one of the first things he said to me is, Dude, this guy's actually like interested in 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 like talking. Uh-huh. Like like he was like most people um will be like like you said, it'll be like a very transactional like just come in, do the show, mm-hmm. like it is what it is whatever, but he was yeah. like no, this guy's like really down to earth and we're having like a real conversation. It's super refreshing because a lot of people especially in content aren't like that. Yeah. Which is yeah. super cool. So I actually like I, I- think most people in your position would would take the route like the easy route of being like let me just put my name on every single possible thing yeah. i can put it on yeah i've i've like i've said before but i'm i, I like to be as down to earth as as possible you know what i mean yeah. because when i was growing up i could see through the screens i can see how when people were being fake mm-hmm. and it really pushed me away from like some of my favorite content creators and everything at the time and i like i said i want a genuine re, genuine audience who thinks about me like they I want my audience to know me damn near as well as I know me you know what I mean so I don't want to be super fake and just go hang out with like Charlie D'Amelio because he has because she's huge yeah. because she's massive and I can do flips you know it doesn't really make sense doesn't correlate but now I'm getting into that phase where hey I've met a couple cool people and I genuinely like their personality like oh yeah I I'm just, sure a lot of them are awesome yeah, people I yeah. just met Balen Levine bro like that oh, really? wow. was insane bro I just hung out with Balen Levine and I I got his number and everything like this is freaking dope, bro. And he yeah. lives in Atlanta, too. I had no idea. I was like, yo, me and John are about to move to Atlanta, and we're going to be taking YouTube videos seriously. Balen's like, yo, I make videos in Atlanta as well. Like, I didn't know he lived in Atlanta the yeah. whole time. And I feel like me and Balen can, you know, like like he 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 said my, he looked at a couple of my videos, he looked at a couple of John's videos, and he was like, yo, I want to make a, you know YouTube videos with sure. you guys. And that's so dope to me because I fuck with Balin heavy. Like, I genuinely like his personality. Like, his whole merch thing says, Frick Vape. I've never smoked. I've never drank. Oh, really? No, okay. no smoking, no drinking, no drug, and nothing my What's, entire uh, life. Is there, like, a specific reason behind that? or just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the reason why I don't smoke or drink or really do any kind of drugs or anything like that, and trust me, I've been peer pressured to do it I before. Mean, I can only thousands, imagine. Especially, like, in the circles that you now have access to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure thousands of times um and i just won't fold because you know i made a promise to myself when i was 12 years old that i wouldn't smoke or drink or anything because when i was younger my mom was an alcoholic and mm-hmm. she used to abuse me and my siblings and i was just like you know when you're, when you're younger you look up to people and you you also look at people who you don't want to be like and i did not want to be like my mom at all i i mean i liked her that's i loved her you know that's my goddamn mom but sure. i just i was like yo i just when I get older, I just don't want to be like that. You know, I, I would never lay a hand on my child. I would never mm-hmm. do because of alcohol. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's, and it kind of like dug deep. It really hit me so damn deep in my soul that, you know, this, I'm, this is my mom. This is my mother. And you're, you're, you're getting carried away off of alcohol, you know, smoking all this. Like putting me and my siblings through nothing but trauma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like 
I'm not going to say it was all bad. We've had good times. We had bad times, um, like every family does. But my mom just took it a little bit too far sometimes, and I was like, I don't want to be like this. So yeah. I vowed I'm not going to do no smoking, no drinking, and none of that. I just didn't want to be like my mom. So to this day, 10 years later, oh, 22, I guess, because I've never done it, um, never smoke, never drink, never will. And that's, like, one of the reasons why I really fuck with Balin is because he doesn't do any of those things either. Mm. And I feel like a lot of influencers who I speak to, they all they all go to parties, they drink, they do all this and that. Balin don't do none of that. So I'm like, yo, that's dope as fuck. And I yeah. didn't, that's, like, one of my, like, um, uh, canon events with him, I guess. Like, we kind of... I feel like I click with him for that exact reason right there. Yeah, it, it's like a, about the love of, of the actual content and what you're doing yeah. as opposed to, I, I think you're right, that some people are doing content and becoming an influencer so that they can do mm-hmm. those other things. Yeah. Um, well, and first of all, I, I appreciate you sharing all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. that is obviously heavy stuff. And I think it's really important and valuable, though, because one of your fans is going to hear that and be – able to be like yeah like i he's been through this i can identify with that and also just the level of conviction it takes to in the world that we live in now where you're probably peer pressure literally like Thousands, every day yeah. like li- like all the time and so that is such a high like respectable level of conviction um to i don't even know what to call it other than just like like you said a promise to yourself yeah. i think that's really huge man and and it really highlights, too, when you were talking about how – not to bring everything back to the Miles Morales character, but mm-hmm. you were talking about how, hey, there are things, like, in that character's personal life that you're watching the movie and you're like, hey, this isn't about being Spider-Man anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that – that everyone, I think, can see, like, where where that comes in. And mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Um, Thank you, bro. I did want to ask you, and it's, it's so, sort of similar onto this topic – what what is hero's message you know like what you have a lot of influence what do you want your influence to be like what does that mean so i i want my influence to be i i want people to be working hard again you know i feel like majority of people don't uh, this whole gen z thing a lot of people don't want to don't really want to do much with their lives they kind of just get lazy they 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 don't realize the full potential that we have you know and I feel like a lot of people get caught up in these trends and all these drugs and all that. And I just want people to be individual thinkers and be individual human beings. I feel like we have a lot of NPCs now who mm-hmm. just, hey, I'm going to do this because he's doing this and I'm going to do that. Fuck all that. Let's just live our own lives. You know what I mean? Like, And I, I, I don't want people to be so uptight about everything cancel yeah. culture this and that he said this 10 years ago oh, we don't like oh, i'm not gonna listen to him anymore like right who gives a shit you know like why are we so caught up in all these fictional problems that nobody cares about it's all in your head like nobody nobody gives a damn about most of that stuff and i just i just really want people to be working hard like i want people to literally chase their dreams like i know it sounds corny and everybody says it but i wouldn't be who i am right now if i didn't chase my dream yeah you know and, what I mean? but it actually did it. i mean that's the thing is like I think everyone, for the most part, has some type of dream, but going from zero to one, meaning like doing nothing to like taking that first step, is mm-hmm. so hard for people. And and you you obviously did that, and like I think that's a really positive message. What what's interesting to me about that answer, with kind of the scope of everything you've done in your life so far, mm-hmm. is 
mainstream society, like you shared with me that you dropped out of high school, for example, yes. mainstream society will look at that and say, well, you know, like you shouldn't do that or that's wrong. But mm. in rea- and, and I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, everyone listening to this, go drop out of high school. Yeah, I don't. But with that being said, there is not one way to go through life. Yeah. And you are a very prime example of it, it wasn't maybe the most your path wasn't like this. It was like this. Yeah. But you were chasing something very specific and you did the work. And, uh-huh. and now here you are. And I'm, and, and I'm still chasing that. I'm still chasing that big goal of mine i'm still you know trying to get to where i am today like do you have a specific like big goal in mind oh i have tons i have multiple goals i have like right now like i said i'm moving to atlanta to do acting and stunts full-time you know i want to be an actor i want to be i want to be more than just that guy that does flips you know Mm -hmm. i want to be on the big screens and all that stuff because i i actually genuinely enjoy films so i want to i feel like i can portray a bunch of characters i feel like i can hopefully be that miles Morales. you know that right now the really big goal is to just, boom, now I'm an actor. Now people know me as an actor. Then after that, become Miles Morales. If I can be Miles Morales, man, I feel like I would be complete. And then after that, I want to make my own film one day about my own you know, character and all that stuff. And then later on in life, become a director. That's awesome. And I think from my seat and literally millions of other people's seats, mm-hmm. you are already Miles Morales. <laughs> But I really want to see it happen so you feel that, too. I won't let you down, bro. I, I know. I, 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 You won't. I know. And it's not even about letting me down. Like, you're not going to let yourself down. It has nothing to do with me or anybody else listening to this. I know that you're going to do it because I can tell the, the amount of passion that you talk about it with is, like, it's not about proving it to somebody else. It's about proving it to yourself. Yeah. And that's such an unbelievably powerful thing. Thank you, bro. Um. The only other thing I had on here that I really wanted to touch on, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, was just everything that you put on the internet, literally hundreds of thousands or millions of people are seeing it. Do you ever, like, get urges to put something out there that's maybe, like, extremely controversial and you have to stop yourself from posting it? Or mm-hmm. or h- how do you navigate that? All the time. I just got to I'm, – I'm very disciplined when it comes to speaking my mind because – I feel, I know I, I'll feel a certain way about something, but then majority of people won't like what I said because it's split down the middle with a lot of things, politics, genders. This, it, it's literally you're either on this side or on that side. Mm. So if you say one thing like, oh, maybe I like this, but I don't really care about the other thing, all of a sudden now the entire left side hates you. Yeah. The entire right side. It's like you just have to be silent because I just want a – fan base and I want to influence my fan base to be individual thinkers. Yeah. You know, to be individual human beings rather than, you know, all these NPCs who own oh, my mom and dad thinks like this. So I'm going to think like this too. And yeah. Or like, I mean? I'm this type of person. Therefore I must identify with this yeah, group or exactly. I'm this type of group. So yeah, I must believe this thing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, there's, it's not worth it for me to say my opinions on certain things. It's sure. because, of the level of influence that I have. Do you think we can get to a point, like, as a as a generation, so, like, let's say, I guess, millennials for myself, Gen Z for you guys, where we we get to a point where people are more openly acknowledging the nuance in a lot of this stuff? Because it is complicated. I think, I think it's possible. I think it'll take a long time just because of the way how humans are just hardwired. Mm-hmm. You know, humans are social animals. They're, you know, you're going to think – whatever the other person around you is thinking, you know, like that's how, you know, we, we, we thrive in groups. 
you know, you surround yourself with the best people who think this way, you're going to become more like them. So, like, people who hang out with people who do, um, like, drugs and everything, most likely they're going to end up doing drugs. And it's just, like, we are all going to be influenced by people who do bad things or people who think a certain way. But as long as you have that individual self within you, then you can always separate from that group. And you don't even have to separate. You can still hang out with that group, but just be a more individual thinker. Sure. You know, like when I was in high school, dude, anybody from my school can tell you I hung out with everyone, not just emo kids, not just the popular kids, not just the band kids, not just uh, the the gamer groups. I literally was hanging out with everybody and people would be like, yo, I didn't think you'd be like this. I thought you were like low-key weird because you're hanging out with the band kids. I was like, nah, I fuck with the band kids, bro. They cool as hell. But then later that day at lunch, I'd be hanging out with the, the popular preppy kids. Like, mm-hmm. And then all the band kids would be like, yo, you hate us? Like, no, bro, I don't hate you. I'm just kicking it with them now. Like, yeah. Because I've always had this individual self within myself to where I'm not going to be influenced by all these groups. I'm going to be influenced by whatever I'm thinking. You know, whatever I want to do is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let people... Uh, um, you know, just get in my head. Yeah, and that's that's what I feel like. I think it's possible. I don't know what the hell happened to me when I was younger to make me feel this way. I think I was just raised correctly by my grandma, my mom. You know, my grandma's husband Eric. You know, mm-hmm. I think I was just influenced and raised correctly by them to where they got it in my head. And now it just ain't never leaving. You yeah, know, I can I can go hang out with crack addicts <laughs> right now and leave with. Not a, a scrape of crack on me. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I think just based on the way that you describe that too, you, you're you able to identify the fact that there is something positive to be driven from like any type of person. Yeah. Like you can – and that's part of the reason I love doing this show. Like I, I – we kind of talked about this. I started wanting to talk to very specific people and it's open to – I just want to talk to people who to your point are free thinking and interesting people because there are, is positivity and like – I don't want to say benefit because it makes it sound transactional, but there are great things to be derived from like any interaction with any person. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people don't, don't think of it that way. And so they only think of it like, well, I'm not like this person. So therefore like we're like magnets that, you Mm -hmm. know, opposite side, right? Yeah. Or same side rather. Um, Okay. The last thing that I kind of wanted to leave on is just words of wisdom from you for anybody who maybe in a situation that you were in, you know, five, six years ago? Yeah. So the situation that I was in five, six years ago, um, you know, I was kicked out of the house. Um, My mom was an alcoholic. Um, I was actually in and out of the house a bunch. I was failing in school um, because I didn't want to, I want to do anything with grades. I didn't want to do anything with academics. I just wanted to be a YouTuber. You don't have to be, you don't have to want to be a YouTuber to follow this journey, to follow this path. But whatever it is that you want to do, make sure that you get to where you want to be. And don't believe, don't let anyone else influence you falsely. If your brain is set on one thing, make sure you do anything and everything in your power to get to where you want to be. It's going to be tough. Everyone's journey is extremely tough, especially if you want to get to the heights. The reason why Will Smith is Will Smith is because he went through what he went through. He did what he did, you know. The journey is hard, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, oh, things are getting harder than they quit. It's supposed to be hard. You know, God gives you the hardest battle so you can become the greatest version of yourself, and that's how I see it. If I want to become the greatest version of myself, I have to go through all these tough-ass, sick paths that I don't want to go through, and I'm going to have to force myself to go through them regardless of the outcome. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you have to get through tough times. Remember, tough times make tough people, and you won't be who you are if you don't go through what you're supposed to go through. Just don't, don't, don't let your situation, don't let your situation bring you down. You know, because I, I come from a low income family, low income house, um, drugs, alcohol, this and that, kicked out of the house, homelessness, all that junk, and. While all that was going on, I still had one end goal in my head, and that is to be Hero DW. Everything costs something. This is Opportunity Cost.